Welcome to the Kirby and Essex podcast. We're coming to you from the Lower East Side, where Jack Kirby grew up in the first building he was born in. I'm with Tim. Hello. And I'm Dan. And um, I want to get started by talking about um, how our roommate is a lot cleaner, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a conversation with uh, him. One, he, he, he cleaned the stove. Yeah. He still hasn't cleaned the bathroom. He did. But he did the toilet. Yeah, when the poop is gone, he didn't. He, he didn't, didn't clean. clean the piss. He didn't clean the piss on the floor because I think he didn't realize it was there. But he cleaned the I mean, poop. That was the first thing I told him about. But he cleaned the poop. Poop is a different. <laughs> yeah, you know? but I, it's when you smell piss and you go in the bathroom. That's still annoying. I mean, yeah, his autistic friend pissed on the floor, <laughs> but otherwise he did clean the poop. And that, and the piss, you got to look for the piss. You, can, you know, he, it's not... I mean, yeah, he's making strides, but sometimes I ask myself, why do I need to rely on an adult making strides? Why not just throw him out? Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know I'm just saying. Yeah, but you, that's what happens when you live with family. I, I framed like. it. I framed it differently. Yeah, no, you did a great job. And, you know, Suli said that he told her when she went to put her dish in the sink he like called her back and said make sure you clean it very well he told her yeah oh come on and she said to him <laughs> she <laughs> said to on. him so she said to him you know there's either clean or not clean wait, hold on you want to wait just a little bit for editing purposes because you went right away after she clapped just you didn't tell her to pause we're still recording aren't we that's fine it's fine but we'll pause and then all right should we go back pause And she said to him, there's clean or there's not clean. There's not anything in between. She said is, to him. Yeah, Cameron, because he's just learning that there aren't levels to clean. Yeah. It's either clean or it's dirty. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I was going to put to, if you didn't get it, I was going to put to him like, hey, would you serve this shit to your fucking boss, you know, with. Yeah. Or would he fire your ass? Honestly, I think fucking with his money is the only thing that would affect him in any way no i just put it so to him but that's why the it works when you use an analogy involving yeah. the person who pays him his money well i said like also um if he doesn't care about you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your boss doesn't care about you and yeah. we care about you <laughs> you piece of shit <laughs> i was like if you died he would just replace you but we would be upset for six yeah, months i mean i gotta say i've spent so many days doing dishes and just fucking angry just God damn it, motherfucker! I know it pissed me off too. I would be everything's really dirty. Pissed. Like what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. That's on the list of Ben Franklin's thing, like twelve what? steps to live like your dirty life. dishes. No, just being clean, having a clean oh. household, living in a clean place. How they deal with that? You. How did they deal with that in that time? Dishes, the slaves, the slaves, the slaves. Oh, the slaves yeah. wash the dishes the same way they wash them anywhere. Dishwashers. With water and shit, you know, like, put them in a bucket. And then rinse, I guess, soapy water, clean water, dry. Probably, depending on how much money you had. That sounds like a book. We can write a book on that. How dishes were washed through history. Yeah. Dish- yeah. Dishes. Seven people are going to read that book. <laughs> and we can create a college course on we're that, you know. two of them. I know, I know, like, this woman was saying how she was a grad student and she studied this weird, like, I don't know, she's a writer now, some podcast, I can't remember. I think uh-huh. she was a screenwriter now, but she was saying how when she um, wrote, uh, studied this random-ass, really niche topic in academia, she went into a room to give a lecture, and there was like 12 people in there, and she realized like those are the only people interested in what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I could get out of this, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? That's when you're like, I was, I've been in school too long, um, this isn't going to do anything for me, unless I could teach a class. Yeah, remember that um, the Alec Baldwin podcast we listened to, yeah. right? And she was saying how grad school is really just the way not to grow up. It's just a way to delay being an adult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I was s- like, God damn, yes. I heard one the other day with James Toback, the director, yeah, screenwriter. Yeah, the fat dude. Yeah, and he said when he was at Harvard, he looked up the largest dose of LSD anyone had ever taken. Okay. And took more than that. Uh-huh. 
He said the first nine hours were perfect. Yeah. And then he crashed really hard and started having a bad trip. And it lasted like three weeks. Where Three weeks? He constantly wanted to kill himself. So his mother looked up in the library or something who created LSD. Yeah. And it turned out one of the creators was still alive. Yeah. And lived like 10 miles away. Uh-huh. So they went to his house. Oh, that's true. She came, brought, went to his house. Yeah. And he met them, brought them in, and he made them sign a waiver. And he's like, what's this? What he's the like, hell? This, this uh, releases me from any legal, legal obligations okay. if you die. Right. And he's like, well, what's the chances I'm going to die? He's like, 70%. Uh-huh. And then he, sh- he hooked him up to an IV Thorazine. for like a couple hours. Yes. And he said he came out of it. He's never been afraid of death since. And he's like. He's he's also fucking nuts, man. Thorazine. That's what Thorazine is. Uh, he didn't say what it was. Yeah. It's it's like Thorazine undoes LSD like really quick. Well, this took a while. He was on a drip for hours. Um, did you see a documentary with Alec Baldwin and James Toback trying to make a movie? No. I think that's what they were talking about though. I wasn't listening. They did like an HBO documentary about trying to make a movie and they go to Cannes and they try to talk to producers and they're trying to change the female actor because originally it was Nev Campbell and she was interested in her like and the distributor's like no one gives a shit about Nev Campbell and then they had to find another actor to replace it and then Alec Baldwin's like I want to make it like a sexy he wanted to make a sexy film. All of his movies suck. Alec Baldwin? No. James Toback. Oh, Toback. Yeah, what did he make? He doesn't have one. He has one movie, The Gambler. Yeah. And then every other movie is like a 4.5 on IMDb. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> like, I don't even know. And he also so weird. Wrote, he wrote Bugsy. Okay. So why is him and Alec Baldwin like... What's with Baldwin? Um, I don't know, man. Maybe that one movie, The Gambler. Probably no one wants to give him money because he's got a gambling problem. Oh. He'll like go to the casino and bet like a million dollars. So. He probably thinks he can finance his films that way. So you said this kombucha has a kick. So I, I've been making kombucha and... Uh, yeah, it smells like a little like feet. <laughs> that's the slogan. Smells like feet. Water. Topher's booch. Yeah, it's definitely unpleasant if you're not used to kombucha. Oh, but that's what you meant by the kick? Yeah. Well, it's oh. like when it hits your tongue, there's like a... It's not just the taste. Something happens. Yeah. <laughs> I can't explain it. Yeah, I, I mean, know. yeah, I think they're slightly alcoholic. It's probably like 1% alcohol. Yeah. All right. So uh just want to touch briefly on the light outside my bedroom oh, window. Yeah. <laughs> um, in, so in New York, New York City is famous for having these light bulbs in the streetlights that create an orange glow. And it's really sort of soothing at night. But some people are afraid of it because it doesn't light the street up enough and people can hide. So I guess Bloomberg decided to change them all to LED bulbs because it would save the city like $6 million, which really seems fucking pointless. Because oh. we're like the richest city in the goddamn world. And now it's this bright freezer section white light led and it's i was sitting in my bed and i noticed the light was out <laughs> i was about to look at some porn and yeah. I was, it was right next to my window yeah and i realized my my blinds were open so i looked out and i saw a guy <laughs> staring at me in a bucket like one of those lift buckets the, oh uh crows oh when you were installing the light yeah oh and then later on i realized like it was. It looked like it was five in the morning, like the sun was coming up. Yeah. And then I realized, oh no, they just changed the light, and now every night, it looks like they're shooting a movie outside my window. Looks like they're shooting a movie. Right? Or there's like police, and they have spotlights up. Right, like in the hood, it's like around the projects, they have the yeah. spotlights. It's so bizarre, man. I mean, I guess I'm gonna. I will get used to it, but. You know, I will miss that little like orange glow. Yeah, you know how you're saying that or whatever. It's like movies or uh, Jesus was saying something about how um, it doesn't look as mo- cinematic or whatever. But the truth is that LED light like that, that's what the movies do. That's what they yeah. try to do so you can light up the darkness. Yeah, but the like the orange glow, 
Yeah, that's famous for New York in movies. Like yeah, even he's uh, color even in that show, he's color even in that show, Girls. Yeah, that the first season when the girl uh, smokes crack accidentally. Yeah, and she's running down. Zosha Mamet. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all orange because it's the old school bulbs and it looks really cool. Yeah, but I feel like and they, that was a really I, wide shot. Like I showed bet the they color corrected the shit out of that. Probably, but I, I definitely those were the lights because I've been on that block. You know, I've seen it. So, wait, did I tell you everything that happened with the producer and DP thing? No. Okay, so, Jesus was supposed to direct the commercial, right? And we used our best DP. He's our best guy, right? And he'll work for underscale for us, right? Because he, like, believes in us. We believe in him, et cetera, right? So, the producer, you know the producer. I'm not going to name him, but yeah, he, like, set the date. And then the guy above him was like, oh, we got to push the date. And they push the date, and they're like, oh, we got to push the date again. So they push the date again, and then I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore because I wrote the script, you know? Was it because of money? <clears throat> no, because, yeah, I think it was because of money. Because I think the guy, inventor of the product, I think he was getting, like, bid out or oh, something. Oh, wait, this is a commercial, right? Yeah, commercial. I was thinking this is, like, a movie. No. And then, sense. and they were uncertain about the whole commercial, uncertain about the strategy, but they lock in dates and they push the dates and i'm explaining like this is fucking up the opportunity cost of all these artists and theoretically we're losing thousands of dollars because we're we're blocking out our schedules for this and then finally last week they canceled completely right yeah and then told jesus and jesus was going to tell the dp but the producer's like oh no i'll let him know right yeah doesn't let him know and within the next 24 hours the dp gets another gig offer yeah. For six hundred, and then he's told them he he says no, I can't. I'm shooting a commercial. Finds out the next day it was canceled. Yeah, man. But he could have gotten the job, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, and he's super pissed. Everyone's pissed, and I'm like, we need to pay him out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. To be in his good graces, so we ended up paying him like two thirds of the fee. Yeah, and then just never work with those people ever again. That, yeah. Because. Ever again, yeah. never, never. Shit makes everyone look stupid. Real stupid. And then, like, the fact that they don't even think about that shit, and, like, ugh. I'm sure the inventor of the product, he got bid out. Like, he's trying to sell it outright to some company. What did he invent? A fucking remote control key. Like, like okay, so apparently cars, they have this little electronic unit yeah. that electricians or uh, and mechanics, mechanics, yeah. They can hook up like a diagnostic thing into this little part in all cars since 98 or something like that, right? And they can diagnose what's wrong with the car, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. But now they're realizing you can stick in like a Bluetooth thing uh -huh. that can start doing more to the car so that, y you know, if you're, you're famous and you're influential, a hacker will get into your car and you'll drive into a rock, right? Yeah. Right. Stuff like that, right? Well, like it's a way to hack your car, basically. The, re the reporter who... Yeah, crashed into a tree right. randomly. Yeah, when he was doing a huge, yeah, expose on the government. Yeah, you don't remember his name though. Nope. He died like two like and a half years ago. Stephen Green or something, or Greenblood. Or I don't. You, you could tell it to me, and I wouldn't know. But but also, so, it's like illegal to use anything in your car that uh, messes with the electronics, like the uh, actual like brain. Like that's why you can't. You're not allowed to go in and mess with your dashboard TV. And that's why they're also always 10 years behind. What? That's why they always look slow. If you use a screen in a car, yeah. they always feel like yeah. they are invented 10 years ago because there's some weird law huh. that they can only like update it so much. Wow. And you're not allowed to do shit to it yourself. So this, this fucking product, all you do, you know, key fobs, right? You go to the car, it opens it, and you could drive it without a key. Yeah. Yeah. But you so, have to have the key on you. No, no. It's, it's like a little. Yeah. It's a if thing. If you don't have it on you, it was called start. Yeah. yeah. So this product would enable any Bluetooth device to connect to it. Yeah. That's how it works. That's what it is. So someone could start your car. Yeah. And you can you can make your Bluetooth headphones start the car or you can have your iPhone start Bluetooth your car. Bluetooth sucks. Well, I mean, that was the whole, that was the premise of the whole thing. And this motherfucking Korean guy from LG is like. Trying to, you know, sell it out to someone else or, I don't know, listen, we didn't sign any NDAs, 
No one signed any contracts, and they just fucked everyone. So you know what? I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like I'm gonna talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. And the uh, the DP right initially he wasn't gonna take the money because uh-huh. he was like, "Oh no, it's your money. You can't do that." And then he's like, "It's just this is what usually happens with freelance workers." Like, so I'm like, "Fuck how what usually happens. Fuck those motherfuckers. This is the way it should be. You know, gotta pay to play." Yeah, and if you work with us, we're gonna we got your back. We're gonna like make sure you're not fucked like this. Well, yeah, that was nice here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thinking in the future, you know, this is how you gotta like. I'm thinking in the head, like you gotta make sure your people trust you, you know, and and everyone can be like, you know, good intentions, blah blah blah, but no one gi- no one gives a fuck. It's about like what you really do. Yeah, I mean, I, it makes a big difference when someone gives you money. Yeah, <laughs> money, money really talks. big difference. No, because what the fuck, man? No one wants to work for free. Yeah. You know? No. Only creative people are, some for some reason, expected to work for free. And fucking interns. Yeah. Slaves. Slaves. But Modern-day slaves. And prison prisoners. I was talking, someone was mentioning prisoners, too. You know? How yeah. they would do work. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's how it's set up. But Obama stopped the federal prisons. Recently, I mean the the private, private prisons, prisons, yeah. But not on uh only. I think it was only federal private prisons. Mm. So there's still state. Not private state. Prisons. Oh, oh, that makes sense because he doesn't necessarily have the jurisdiction to. Yeah. Jurisdictions. <laughs> jurisdiction. Fish sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait, what? Are we, so you gonna do laundry today? Yeah, I got a day. big load, big load. Last we're, night we're, I uh, took the sheets off my bed because I was itching, and I realized I hadn't changed them in a couple weeks. And wait, wait, a, you're saying because you didn't change them in a couple weeks, it makes you itch? Because I was sweaty. Okay. And I wasn't. The sheets aren't clean because I've been sleeping uh-huh. and sweating in them. Yeah. So anyway, it's a real pain in the dick to pull sheets off a of bed. Yeah. And I did it, and then I realized my other set of sheets were already in the laundry. So oh, in the uh, bag. I was so defeated. Yeah. That I just laid down on the couch. Oh. Like my computer was playing something. I didn't turn it off. I just laid down on the couch and went to sleep. Yeah. It's like I want this day to be how, over. How often do you wash your sheets? Once a week. Yeah, me too. You know, when I lived at home with my parents, they didn't do that. Like Asian people don't do that. Do you, right? It's the thing. If you actually ask Asian people, they don't do that. They don't wash it once a week. That's like a that's, that's a white person thing. <laughs> that's gross, man. Well Everybody now sweats. I do. Now I do. <laughs> but I mean, I used to I used to clean my sheets every year. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. But and my mom used to yell at me. Yell at you about that? Yeah. yeah. And the once a week sheet thing. That's like an American. Yeah. That's a very American. I mean, you thing. should. You're on it every night, sweating. I don't know why Asians don't really do that. Also, Asians they don't put the toilet seat down. They'll leave it up. And then when a woman <laughs> told me, a woman, <laughs> why yeah, are women like, putting what, it your up? Your dad puts it down all the time after he pees. Yeah, the seat. Yeah. Puts it down. Yeah. I think that's just a man thing, dude. No, I think it's because um, she has a mother and sister and it's all women, maybe. Yeah, but I'm telling you, if, I mean, you, if you go to Asian houses, you'll see like the seats up. No, I, disagree. I mean, all all men leave the seat up because they just oh, lift it every time and then they forget sometimes. No, I never, I never, I mean, okay, so I used to leave it up all the time until a woman told me like, they can accidentally sit on the bottom part. Well, and first that's of all, so disgusting. First of all, if a woman is such a fucking savage that she's not even gonna look at the seat before she sits it's down night. to make it's sure night it's clean, and she's tired. So at the light, turn the light on, look down. She doesn't want to turn I the light do, on because she's gonna have hard trouble going back to sleep. You know, I don't just sit on a toilet seat. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the place, our bathroom, how dirty it can get. I always make sure I look at the seat. Well, anyway, she told me she fucking hurt. She sat and her fucking ass touched the water, and <laughs> and gross. as a result, I've never let the seat get, stay up in like my a, life again. Once she, I heard that story, I was like, never again. Did this, she get a UTI? From I it? don't know. I don't remember who told me this. It might have been like Jeff's sister or something. Yeah, I mean, I try to, but it's, sometimes I leave it up because I don't want to touch it, and I also really don't like peeing on somebody else's pee. If someone didn't flush the toilet and I go into pee, I gotta flush the toilet first. Yeah, it's well, just gross. Okay, <laughs> a lot of people don't know we have 
old school New York City toilet. So we can flush continuously a million yes, times because no directly tank. connected to the water line That's instead really of nice. the tank. Yeah. yeah. So you get a really powerful flush. Yeah, powerful flush from the water line. New York City, what tap, yo. Yeah. Just taking that shit out. And that that is quite a pleasure. I love that. And we the still best we thing. still manage to like clog it once in a while. I don't clog it. I mean, sometimes my scoby will clog it if I put two scobies yeah, in yeah. there at once. Also, I I quit toilet paper a long time ago, so I use baby wipes. Yeah, baby wipes. You know, which are apparently a really big problem. But what? there's definitely baby difference. wipes are a problem. Yeah, because they don't they don't um they don't decompose flush? the same way toilet paper was. Is that's the right word for it? Right? Yeah, so they just sit in the sewers. The Times did an article on it, and there was a picture of one of the sewer guys standing, and it was like a long shot. Uh You just saw fucking white baby wipes everywhere. Wait, (laughs) you know it was baby wipes? That's what the article was about. That's what the article's about? Yeah. That's so weird. Because everyone everyone is starting to use baby wipes because... I mean, products. let's be real. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, no. I, I, I don't even know how anybody get their ass clean with just toilet paper. Even when I use toilet paper, I used to have to wet it first. You know what the solution is? The bidet. Of course, it's man. The bidet. Of course. We were at... Um, My brother was telling me to do it, to yeah. buy one, but we don't have a tank. And you like, need a tank for the bidet? So you got to get the water from somewhere. Oh. Old school New York City to toilets sink. can't have bidets. Because we have these friends, they had a bidet, and I was just so amused by it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. amusing. It's very amusing. Uh, you just like, why did we start using toilet paper? It doesn't. It's it's like no when idea. you see pictures of people in the seventies, and you see their hair, and it looks really dry what all the they, time. You're like, what were they doing? <laughs> like, what did they, they use? Do what that? did they use before toilet paper? Their hand and bidets. No, no, I th- no. I'm pretty sure their bidets. Hands. That's their why. Hand, that's hand. why in older cultures, yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't you shake with your left hand because uh-huh. that's mad disrespectful. Because they wipe their ass with their left hand. Yeah, it's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, but yeah, leaves, whatever. That's why when you cut. I mean, food, what do they have in an outhouse? When you, you know? cook, you only touch the food with your left hand. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. I'm saying. No, I'm telling you. Oh, but they eat cooking. with their right hand, and with the right hand you use the tools, and the left hand you touch it with food, and you never. Touch food with the right hand. You only touch. But the left, left hand's hand. the butt wiping hand. Well, yeah, but because most people but are righty. Toilet paper. Most people are righty, so you have like a stronger shake, and it's easier to eat with your strong, your dominant hand. Yeah, but the tools. But I don't know. Cooking. I think it's also different too in a lot of these countries because they like they have those whole toilet bowls where it's just a hole in the ground. So you get a clean squat, and you yeah. get a good break. So there's not a lot of cleanup. You know, I heard Mark. You know about toilet wipes or what paper, what 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 do you call them? Baby wipes. Baby wipes. Yeah. Um, marketers, people that work in marketing, they they don't understand why that product hasn't caught on because functionally it's much better, but they can't market a product because people still they have this concept that it's for babies only. You know, because you even fact you call yeah. the baby wipes. Well, now they call them um, flushable wipes. Flushables. They should call them flushies. Yeah. So, so if you buy, if you buy like wet ones, yeah, and try to tear a wet one in half, right? You can't. It's like trying to tear a t-shirt in half. The flushable ones, they come apart. Oh. So that's like, but the thing is, they still don't break down the same way toilet paper does, but they don't clog the toilet either. I guess we just need to be anorexic, and we can. Nah, man. I'm just gonna. Use baby wipes until you know, they York put up a day in my bathroom. New York City was financing this program where they turned like wastewater into fertilizer, usable fertilizer, and they were selling it. But then other countries were doing it. Yeah. So we lost out. Like the bidding was too, like the, it was much cheaper from other countries. So yeah. it lost out in New York and then they stopped doing it. They just throw it in the sea now or something like that. Well, they, they, um, they treat it. They treat chemicals. it, but they used to completely reuse it yeah but now they treat it and put it in the ocean imagine if those things broke down for a week in new york i think when the got millions of people there was like a slowdown well i know there was a what are you talking about in 2006 yeah some podcast everything's podcast man i stopped reading i don't remember that i don't listen to podcasts now i'm gonna be honest with you Something about the conversational podcast, I think it's like a different kind of media 
and people absorb information in a, in a different way that has not really been fully understood, I believe. I, I read a lot, but that's because I feel You're like smart. I'm smart. I feel oh, like you I'm, don't have a job. I feel like I'm a <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a job and I feel like I'm a retard anyway, so it's like you better read, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like working out. Yeah. Yeah, you don't come from a line of geniuses. So. No? You got nobody? Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I got a couple of rich people. I actually come from a line of geniuses. That went to like, I think my cousin went to MIT and Harvard. Okay. The rich, the really rich one. I know he definitely went to Harvard for grad How is school. your cousin? Which one? It, I'm saying like, how is he related to you exactly? It's my grandpa's first cousin. Your so grandpa's his, first cousin. So his dad and my grandpa's dad yeah. and their three other brothers came from Ireland mm -hmm. together. And I guess they were pretty tight when they were younger. They were like me and Cameron. Yeah. So he was pretty psyched when he met us. He's uh, a, he's, a, he's a pretty cool dude. I wonder. I guess he's he's on his way to being rich, right? Our roommate. Like, I don't know. He's a lawyer, right? That's, That's why the fuck do, else right? would you become a lawyer? I bet he's probably good at like being like passionate and theatrical in the courtroom. So I heard winning is about passion, not being right it's about he'll get there but it's i've i've been in on a jury once yeah and no one was passionate like, screaming it's more about being slick and sort of get being on the level with the jury right and seeming friendly yeah and like the the whole thing's crazy yeah when i went to go bail out this fucking kid at the courtroom um I was watching these lawyers doing their thing, and I was like, "Damn, I could, I could kill this. I could kill this. I would fucking yeah. murder everyone." The defense attorney, at the one I was a jury at, looked exactly like the actor James Woods. Oh, damn! And he kept taking evidence, coming up to the jury. Wait, what was the trial about? Fraud. Fraud. Okay. Yeah, they were guilty as <laughs> like. Oh, dirty fucking motherfucking guilty bastards just stealing credit cards and shit online. Uh, oh. And just running up crazy oh, bills. A company? A company was doing this? I mean, I'm pretty sure he had like a shell. Yeah. But it was a guy and his girlfriend. And he Ooh. would come up with like the credit card swiper. It was the state versus them? The city, yeah. Yeah. And he would be like, um,. So this is what they found in the defendant's house. This is called a, um, what's it called again? I can never remember these names. They're so complicated. Wow. And like, he's pandering really hard. And yeah. to, let's, I mean, the jury was, there was some fucking retards oh, on that no. jury. Oh, they were I'd say, eating that shit up. I'd say 95% were sort of, Definitely didn't go to college. Yeah. And got really offended if anyone made them seem like they weren't smart. Yeah. And right. then there were three so people. Insecure. There were there were four people on the jury who definitely went to college. Yeah. One of them was in it in college. Yeah. It was like a college baseball player. Baseball so it was baseball <laughs> So it was three white dudes and a Chinese guy. Yeah. Well went to college. Uh-huh. And we were all alternates. So we were excused. We didn't get to decide. Wow. And I wondered why we were on the end of the jury. Wow. Like, why didn't any of us get picked as for, uh, foreman? Like, I didn't really know how it worked. Okay. And then one day, they were like, alternates, you're excused. I yes. never found out what happened. Wow, At the end of the trial, the final statements, James Woods said, my client, and he points to the guy, is guilty. He uh -huh. wants you to know he's guilty. Yeah. But he wants you to know that his girlfriend had nothing to do with it. Oh. And you're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she was just spending the money, right? Wow. Like, but she had her own Etsy store and shit. Um, but they brought in people who got ripped off, and none of them were mad. I guess... Because they got it, reimbursed. Yeah. Because the insurance... They were just FDIC like... covered <laughs> it. They called this Jamaican guy up. He was so, like... He walked in, he was like... Oh, like, like he was on the red carpet <laughs> he was like giggling <laughs> like looking around um it like i was dude that was like three weeks of my life for nothing wow 
I was going to uh, do what's called uh, jury nullification, uh-huh. which is where you say... You say you're a Nazi. And no, then... no, you say, it's not that I don't think he's guilty. I just don't agree with the law. Oh. And I was going to mistrial the whole thing. Right. Because I just didn't want to put anybody in jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew oh, that from day one. Wow. I was like, I don't care what happens, nobody's going to jail. Oh. Yeah, Which they probably you, saw. You, yeah, you need to be nullified. <laughs> they probably saw me. Like, you get have no this motherfucker. Yeah. We were like token people on the end, you know? No. Damn. Because they, they ask you in the courtroom before it starts. They're like, all right. Do you have any family that's ever been to prison? Da da da. Do you have any family that works for the district attorney? Right. And I got up and I had like a cut off t shirt. <laughs> I just looked fucking ragged. And I was like, yeah, my cousin works for the district attorney because yeah. he was interning there at the right. time. And I was like, and my uncle was a bank robber. Yeah. And they oh. were like, and I thought that was getting me off because everybody yeah. in the courtroom kind of stared at me yeah. with like their eyebrows raised. And then they picked me. Oh, I didn't know it was so theatrical. Like, like, I didn't know it was so fuck? public. Even oh, there were 100 part. people in there, man. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe when they picked me. It is depicted that way. But, yeah, you got paid like 40 bucks a day. And when you're out of work, 40 bucks a day is 40 bucks a day. And the free meal was terrible. Well, how bad was it? It was like bagels, but they were like cut into quarters. Oh, my God. It was gross. But it was nice and air-conditioned. It was super hot out. And then I just went to the dumpling place on Moscow Street for lunch. Yeah, because you went to downtown where the yeah right police, by, right across from Columbus that. Park. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, I still don't know what happened. You know, at work, um, whenever like a a customer, I work at a cafe, but whenever a customer is like, asks for something really unique or some sort of like you know custom thing or whatever, yeah, I just like start doing it, and they're like upset, they're worried I'm gonna get upset, and I just do it. I'm like. Oh no! Don't worry. We only hire college-educated people, you know. I make this joke, but yeah. I think half of my coworkers are not college-educated, so I can't make that joke all the time. Like, but these depends. were also these were most of the jury was were older. Okay. Like and they, so they they were just kind of like angry people. Damn. <laughs> like they Isn't were nice. Sad? We got along. Like, but I was thinking, do I want these people deciding whether or not I go to jail? Fuck no, man. They're too emotional. You know, yeah. like. They it's can be wor- swayed by like some bullshit. It's like a pivot. You pivot a certain way and then you get older and crankier and shittier or you can get wiser and smarter and less stressed out. Yeah. But it's this like pivot that occurs. I, dude, also, I wasn't paying a lot of attention during the trial because I was like totally in love with a girl on the district attorney's Oh, yeah. I side. remember that. I, remember I don't know. She was like an assistant that. or something. Yeah. She was, they would like hand her a note and she yeah. would leave and bring files right, back. Right, right. But I was sitting in the box one day, just like nodding off, and I looked over it, and she was staring right at me. Right. And you, you could tell when someone's looking into your eyes. Yeah. It's weird. So it's I looked back boring. at her, and she didn't break. Yo, everyone's ugly at court. She was hot. Yeah, I know. She but kept looking like back else, at me, dude. Everyone else is ugly. So Yeah. So anyway, you know, I felt like I was getting hit by thunderbolts, because it's hard. Like, something happens to you when you hold, maintain eye contact with someone. Anyway, this went on for fucking three weeks. And I was like, afterwards, I'm going to say, you know, what up, girl? <laughs> Do something. Yeah. But then they, they excused me. They were like, get out of the courtroom. And it was like noon. So they were going to be there all day. And I was like, well, I guess that's the end of that. And you never saw her again? Nope. Oh. So actually, when I went to the courtroom. I think I got like, I think at the time, I was, like right soon after that, I got back with my ex-girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. When I went to the courtroom, there was also like a assistant attorney. And she wasn't hot, but she was prettier than everyone Which else. Which makes a yeah. big difference. It means you're hot. You <laughs> when know? you're in a government building where everybody's fucking coughing and Damn, <laughs> ugly. And I guess those jobs pay so well that like, and they're so redundant. It's oh, a weird man. place, man. The other day I was at work and there was this like, I guess she's a pretty Latino woman or whatever, and I like just I just joke with everyone. So I joked with her, right? But then a week later, she comes in and she like I'm working and she's like, "Hi," she's like, "Hi," you know, from a distance, and I'm like, "Oh fuck," and I just like walked in. I was like, "All right, I gotta I'm going to the kitchen. See ya," because I'm not single. That shit only happens <laughs> to me with dudes. Oh, dude, ah. Uh. So, Only with dudes, man. So we just got some juice. We got <laughs> Girls some juice, never right? talk to me. And I didn't want to get juice, right? So there's a dude there, and he's gay, right? And I know he's gay, but 
if I'm getting juice, man, he fucking keeps eyeballing me and undressing yeah. me with his eyes. And yeah. I was like, I don't, uh, it's so uncomfortable. And, but I'm not like, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, so anytime he's working, I don't want to get any juice. Yeah, I feel you. I know what you mean. Yeah. I had like a guy at the gym started talking to me one night and I was like, oh, fuck. Cause I don't want to make friends at the gym. Yeah. Cause I just like go there to be alone and work out and leave. He's talking to me and I was like, oh shit, don't say your name, don't say your name. And then he was like, and I'm da da da. I hope I see you here again soon because I was leaving and he was coming he in. said, I hope I see room. you again soon. Well, like, yeah, it was friendly. Like, okay. Because, you know, it, sometimes it is good to know someone at the gym to give you a spot and shit. But I don't know, man. Well, I'll give you a spot. Something you needed. No, sometimes, yeah. Man. I got, I got a spot when I was in Rhode Island. I was bench pressing and this fucking just monster came in he had a huge belly he's like a power lifter uh-huh. he was just fucking gigantic and all the, a beer belly yeah well power lifters have like power bellies what i don't want a power belly well you need it you need a power belly to be a power lifter wow. like that yeah okay they all have it okay so i don't know yeah, yeah um so all the benches were taken mostly by like older guys who were lifting like 40 pounds or some shit because okay. they're older they can't lift that much yeah and he came up to me, he was like, hey, you going to be there long? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you mind if we trade off? And I was like, yeah, dude, I could use a spot. Yeah. So I put like, my like maximum is like 185. This was in Rhode Island? Yeah. Okay. Which is like my body weight. The gym. Yeah. So I'm doing it and he spotted me. And dude, I couldn't get it up. Yeah. He just goes, come on. Oh, he started yelling. Oh, and it worked, man. I yeah. got that shit off and I did another one too. Wow. And I was like, God damn. And no small talk. Yeah. Yeah, I tried yeah. to say something to him, just totally ignored me. But when I got down on that bench, he starts fucking screaming like, go, go. And then I'm like, am I supposed to do that? I can't do that. Wow. <laughs> not but this gym in Rhode Island is full. You're like level two dudes. in that culture, you know? And then yeah, here's he's how, at level here's, four. Here's, here's level one in the gym is with squats or bench press and stuff is when you could put one plate on each side. Yeah. And a plate weighs 45 pounds. Okay. Level two is when you get to two plates. Mm-hmm. So once you get on two plates, you're a strong as fuck. Yeah, right. That's 225 pounds because the bar is 45 too. Yeah. And I'm like 10 pounds away from being at two plates. Uh-huh. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> I have no one to talk to about because nobody gives you shit. But at the gym, you feel good because you see these guys do it when you first start. And yeah. you're like, how does anybody lift that? Wait, wait, this wait. doesn't wait. make any but sense. You're the one that told me, right, that... Jack dudes have heart problems, right? You told me that, right? No, I was I read some article about marathon runners. Oh, marathon runners having fucked up yeah. hearts. I run a lot, but I only go a mile at a time, usually. <sighs> but jack dudes do too. But those yeah. are steroids people. People use steroids. Yeah. Like old wrestlers and yeah. shit. It's like the eyebrows, yo. Schwarzenegger and Once Stallone. you start plucking, it's just a matter of time before you got nothing, you know? Yeah, like Schwarzenegger's had heart surgery. He has a new heart? He's had heart surgery. Oh. Because it fucks your heart up, man. Somehow. I hear, I hear people that get heart surgery, they change their personality changes. I don't think Schwarzenegger's has. That's a myth. Or that's like a, a, an idea. Yeah, like but Dick I, Cheney, he got his heart. Well, he's creepy, dude. He did an interview yeah, once yeah. when he was waiting to get a new heart. He had a heart surgery. He had to carry a battery pack <laughs> around with him. Pack, yeah. Otherwise, his heart would stop. He's right. doing an interview, and he unplugs it. Yeah. And he keeps it unplugged for like five seconds, fucking with the guy interviewing him, and then he plugs it back in. Yeah. It was like 60 minutes or something. Yeah. Like, this dude Did he smi- he smiled, nuts. right? Oh, hell yeah. He's funny smiled. to him. <laughs> Dick, Cheney, <laughs> Dick Cheney does not give a fuck. He's got a lesbian daughter, too. I know, right? So yeah. he can't even be that bad of a person. He's just like on a different level. He's just... Because he, he might does, look he at things. It's all bullshit. This is all bullshit. Exactly. Left, right. It's he all might, bullshit. He might think of things historically. It's about power yeah. and and because none of this fucking matters. Yeah. Oh man, so you saw Humans of New York did that shit with Hillary Clinton? Yeah, I read the first four lines. Well, I mean, the the super problematic thing is it's no longer Humans of New York now. It's celebrities of New York. Like what the fuck? Like the whole premise of the whole thing was. I thought that was a joke, actually. I thought it was a joke too. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I thought it was an onion thing, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, "Wait, this is real." I didn't I mean, finish it. 
They they went this far. Hillary they paid Clinton's this humans of New York guy a million bucks to fucking do this thing with Hillary Clinton to humanize her, and it's working. It's also working. Yeah, if you're a people schmuck. are stupid. <laughs> yeah, but um, totally undoes what the hell humans of New York is because I guess he's rich as fuck, so he doesn't care anymore. Well, they definitely paid. Oh, I know, but I'm saying the premise of the whole thing was random people, not like they get bots on Reddit and 4chan. Yeah. Clinton's people uh-huh. to try and sway opinion. And then people uh, always catch it. People always catch it because they're coming from the same IP address. Yeah. So people screenshot it, like these different accounts. Yeah. And then the IP and shit will be the same, like the computer it's being sent from. And they're like, uh, but whatever, that's what they do, right? There's companies that that's what they do. Wait, and then Wiener's wife is her, like, number three? She was her, two. her... Number I think three. she was her chief number of three. staff or some shit. No, she's she? like looking to be the chief of no, staff. No, she was like number one, and one at one point with her. But she's like number two now. I don't know. Because of Anthony Weiner, man. Huma Abedin. Yeah, well. And then why the fuck did she let him cheat, like do that shit three times? I've it's never, fucking I've pathetic. Never, I've never heard her say anything about it. I've never heard her talk. No, because she shouldn't be talking. She's supposed to be the secret, you know, background shadow person you know if she works for hillary clinton she's a fucking piece of shit or or she cunning like i mean those are the same same thing usually i mean i feel like anyone that seems like there's a lot of pieces of shit in all that public figure shit yeah i mean except in like the west wing that was the last political show where everybody was like noble why didn't Wiener fucking? He could have been the amazing politician. But do you want him to be? I mean, yeah, he honestly, was, he was like yelling at people and being like, "Fuck know, you, you don't know shit." The he, gentleman here is a goddamn idiot. Like, yeah, he would, well, you know what? He's an asshole too. Yeah, it's weak, man. You can't come into politics with that kind of weak sauce. What do you mean? The, Getting the, caught for the same thing three yeah, times. Three times. That's retarded. I know. I don't want that guy so in charge stupid. of anything. I think it's because he's like ugly, but he thinks he's jacked and has a big, big dick, and he like is so insecure about being ugly that he like can't help himself and needs to. T- now, honestly, his, I mean, obviously, sex life isn't that good. Yeah, probably Huma doesn't. They probably never see each other, you know. A. And B, fucking, she, she's way better looking than she's him. She's probably into pegging too. And he's like, oh, I'm not really into that. No, he probably like <laughs> does it because he needs to. Yeah, but that's not all he wants. And she's like, come here. We're doing this again. <laughs> yeah. If I'm doing this, you're doing that. She makes it like but an they, exchange. But they're also, I'm pretty sure they were just trying to be like a power couple. Right? Like he's like Jewish. He's Middle Eastern. They're both smart as fuck. Yeah. And that's, interested in politics. Oh, my God. Corruption. Hey, what time are we at? 43. See? See, that wasn't bad. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't get high before the podcast. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you definitely shouldn't get high wah, before the podcast. Wah. Especially if you're already tired. Yeah, I just went brain dead. Last time. So what else is going on? Oh, I'm going to meet this woman about her script. She wrote like she's she's uh she's interesting aka People think she's pretty weird, but uh-huh. she wrote a script and I know how to fix it to utilize like her skill set and make it maybe interesting. Why? What's it about? It's about like a prostitute and these like cup and she like hangs out. She plays with the doll. Okay. She's a grown ass woman, but in the real life, this woman actually plays with the doll like in real life and talks to the doll. Like, I had a lady in my neighborhood who had a, who pushed a baby carriage with the doll in it everywhere. Now, but was she old, that woman? She was like, uh, I don't know. Okay, so this woman. She had is, some kind of disease, too, so she could have been 20. I don't okay, know. so this woman was like, but she looks she's like in her it. 20s, and she's pretty, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what made this happen. She's a prostitute. That, that'll fuck your head up, man. Well, no, in the story, she played <laughs> a prostitute, right? Oh, it's that the real person was a prostitute. No, no, the real person plays with a doll, just like the character, okay? So... This couple on just sees her and is like, hey, they try to be her friend or whatever. And then her pimp is like, no, what are you doing, you know? And then you realize, like, she's, like, basically, like, a slave to this pimp. 
Yeah. And then she, and then the couple tries to get her out of it. And the pimp like knocks out the woman and then she beats up the guy. The end pretty much. Right. So I'm like saying, Oh, you know what? I'm going to tell her cause she should be an assassin. And this guy was an assassin trainer. Yeah. And the doll has a gun in it. Okay. You know, and you don't know it yet. Right. And then it's still, the story almost stays completely the same too. Nothing even changes. But the twist when she fights her bat him back, it's too, it's too, it doesn't make sense really. Like if you're a prostitute, that's like, in a pen, you're not, you're not going to be like fighting like that. Well, cause unless they, you're an assassin. Yeah. Because prostitutes get, um, like broken down. Yeah. Exactly. It's called turning you out. Oh, you 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 have a history of this? Yeah. No, I know. I know uh, someone who had oh, an escort yeah. service. Oh yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. I think someone should make a movie. About escort service? No. About like Death Wish, the Charles Bronson movie, right. where his wife gets killed yes. and he starts marauding, yeah. uh-huh. killing criminals. Somebody just goes and just starts killing pimps because pimps are the fucking lowest. I mean, Taxi low. Driver, that was kind of the ending of Taxi Driver. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking a whole movie, like like Pimp Death killer. Wish. Pimp just, killer. Just the same premise as Death Wish. Kill a pimp. Like, say your daughter becomes, uh, your sister becomes like a prostitute, and some pimp, like, kills her. It's Pimp Killer. Yeah, but you got to get, like, something different. Wait, wait, where is this? Okay, so I don't know any pimps, and I don't know of pimps very well enough to feel disengaged about the topic. Where is this coming from? Where is this like? Oh, I, re- I read, I read this, uh, this thing on Black People Twitter. Uh huh. Wait, wait, what is that? Is that what it's called? Black People yeah. Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was these. It was a series of tweets. Yeah. Like two hundred tweets. Yeah. Of this girl who goes out with this white girl to yeah. Vegas, who right. she strips with. Oh, and they it turns out that she's also a prostitute. Yeah, a, yeah. Wait, wait this got famous, right? This yeah. blew up. This yeah. was a big ding. They're making a movie about this. Yeah. 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 They're actually making a movie about so, this. So anyway, I was reading that and then I started to remember just like other stories I've seen and uh-huh. like that documentary Hose Up. Hose Up. Pimps Up, Hose pimps Down up, or whatever. Hose Down. And it's the whole culture of it. Wow. Just really I don't like pimps. Yeah, I don't like when someone steals your money and they're not doing anything. Period. Which is what a pimp does. He Wait, takes all your money. And I don't like people that emotionally manipulate other people. Well, that's what they do too. That bothers Plus, me. Plus, as an antagonist, like pimps are universally hated. So everybody would get behind killing pimps. Like you could have a story about that. This, like, if that was happening, Wait, if that were happening, right? Okay. In real life. Wait, why don't you write this? That's what I'm saying. That's easily commercial idea. Yeah, that's this is what I'm talking about now. So you have like. This vigilante on the loose who's killing pimps and everybody's like, good. Yeah. And most of the cops are like, good. Right. <laughs> Fuck these pimps. Yeah. You know, and then, which is basically the premise for Death Wish because he's killing like criminals who try to rob him at night. Yeah. And everybody's like, good. And the police are like, good. But then they start getting pressure from like the mayor and shit. Yeah. So they have to try and find him. It's a good movie. Jeff Goldblum plays a rapist in it. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are sequels though. So they don't catch him. <laughs> No. They never catch him. I don't know. I didn't really watch the sequels. What happens at the end of the first Death Wish? Um, I think he gets shot, but I think he survives. And they kind of just, they kind of know it was him. Oh, but they like hide it? Yeah. That's how he wins and loses. Because the whole thing, he's like an architect, right? Yeah. And he goes after this wife gets murdered and his daughter gets raped and she's in a coma or some shit. Right. He goes on a business trip to Texas and he meets like this fucking old Texan magnet guy mm. and he, you know he's talking about New York how he can never live with those savages yeah and I guess he finds out what happened to his wife he gives him as a gift but just really sick gun yeah <laughs> and he's you know go with nice. a kind of nod you know yeah. and then he just starts walking around and somebody tries to rob him and he's just like what you know it's lo- I believe plus Charles Bronson was ripped dude. yeah I know I know but I believe that movie series was based on an actual incident in New York. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. The guy that killed a bunch of black kids in a train. And they were hustling, yeah. they were man messing with him. He was sick of being robbed and mugged and being scared. <laughs> yeah, and he blew man. them away. That shit happens, man. And we're not like I feel like if it happened in different places, like in Texas, 
right part of Texas, if that started happening to people, like they just let you. Yeah. But that uh, I saw a thing on the news yesterday. Wait, wait so you're gonna write this for real? Yeah. I don't know if you can. Like, I don't know what the. You gotta research that. Yeah. You gotta go to a library and research because you know what? Think about internet. Like the information's all there, but it's only like twenty pages of every book. When it, you know, internet information is only like twenty pages of every single book, textbook. But to get that deep knowledge, you gotta still go to the fucking library. Yeah, but or you could just do what Stephen King does, and he says, uh, "What? No matter what book he writes, inevitably, the same day it's released, he gets hate mail, telling him how, no, that's not actually how it works in this world. Like you don't know shit." Uh-huh. And he always puts like a thing in the back of his book that says, "Like this is fiction." Yeah, <laughs> like it's not real life, right? It's true. So fuck you. Did you have a person? Oh. Pimps? Yeah, no, not really. Not exactly. Just like, it was like an escort service, but it's it's like different. It was all women. Yeah. It was run by women, all women. Yeah, but I don't know if, how much we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah. We can't talk about that. It's too. That was like a long time ago. but cuts, yeah, yeah, plus I was like five, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, we can't. I just knew there were hot chicks everywhere. Yeah. But that's not why I was thinking of this. It was no, that no. it was that black people Twitter thing. I read it recently and I was like so mad. It was like that oh. guy the pimp. You're the whole thing, yeah. man. The whole idea of it. And then you realize that's like what all this shit is like when you go you on, you go on the Craigslist. Story arc, man, because it's more an I you know, you gotta turn the idea into a premise. Yeah. All right. So some guy sees his sister on like Craigslist. Okay, yeah, he sees his sister. And on like, Craigslist. goes, shows up to where she is. And tries to stop her, and she's and the like, pimp, fuck you. Like, beats him up. I'm making some money. Shit. You're still a fucking scumbag. Yeah, the pimp beats him up, and then. Tim, no, you have to, you you have to make her. You have to make her yeah. more likable than that. You have to make it seem like she's being forced into it. You know? Yeah, but unless the Tim character is even more of a loser. No. And he's trying to stop his that sister. He's got to be a hero, man. No, he becomes <laughs> a hero. He becomes a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys start him out as a super loser, and then the sister is getting doing a little better than him, you know. But then, I mean, what is like even if you were to make write a script like that, would it be like six pages in total of actual dialogue? Oh, you want to make it a real like because those movies like Death Wish, like there's no real talking. There's the the first half an hour, yeah, there's talking, and then the rest of it is basically him just walking around at night and killing. Yeah, I see him go to work. He's getting complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a good at like a. That's how all superhero movies should be. Too much talking doesn't make any sense. You're like, you're fighting it. Well, they gotta sell shit, man. Oh, I'm I'm done with superhero they sell movies, shit. man. Oh, look, they're not very good. <sighs> they they're cool, they actually. Never good, dude. They're they're fun to go see at like IMAX. Yeah, but Dark Knight was like. The only good one. But yo, that was directed by like a fucking auteur, man. You, you get these guys. These guys like the dude who makes X Men. Singer. He's a professional. He used to be an auteur. Shit pusher. He just makes garbage. We should go to the Brian Singer pool parties. You yeah, know? get fucked in the chill. Yeah, get, dude. get raped. Yeah, but they can get get into movies with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, that was weird. That whole thing. Yeah, do you know about that? Brian Singer and Kev would have these pool parties with all these gay boys, and they would like all they were all like struggling actors though too. And like some of them were underage or something. Yeah, and everyone was just like, and Kevin Spacey was at these parties. But I, I mean, I don't know that much about it. And then that guy from uh, Twilight that plays the wolf was he? He was at these parties too. That sucks, man. You know, I, I'm not saying anyone. I'm not even saying anyone's gay or not. I'm just saying. This was the opportunity of a lifetime to go to these pool parties. Yeah, I don't. I still don't even get how it works. Like how they keep from getting Dude, blackmailed. Yeah, but if you like, it's like because you get the part. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, how it works. You know, that's why you get fucked to get the part. And if you fuck them, you gotta give them a part, or you get in trouble. Yeah. I remember. I don't know where this was. It was like a movie or something. Like where. He's like, yeah, this actor, she wanted to sleep with me, and I slept with her. He's like, well, you got to cast her now. He's like, what? Oh, it was Californication. Is that from Californication? You're yeah. the one that told me. You told me about it. I didn't watch I it. But yeah, you it happened in like the, the last scene. season. That show got real stupid. Oh, yeah. Like, really stupid. That's because... uh, Went on too long. All showrunners need to have an end point and stick to it. 
Well, they had a really good one where he gets drugged, um, like enough to kill him. Uh-huh. And that's how the season ends. But then he survives. Ooh, almost there. Kombucha gets even rougher at the bottom. Yeah, well, it's good. It's not. I'm bringing Scobies to the roaster at Cafe Grumpy. Actually, I used to work with him like ten years ago, and he was complaining about not enough variety of kombucha at his deli. So I was like, dude, stop buying that shit, dude. I make tons of it and save buckets of money. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. He's actually, he was always like kind of a quiet guy, you know, but online, he's not a quiet guy. He talks a lot. You know what I mean? So, Isn't that funny? No, that's, that's how that's like you're the quiet definition people. of online bullies, man. No, no, he's not bullying people. I'm just saying like quiet people, their online presence is so loud, so much louder. It's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> Everybody hates that shit. There is something annoying about it. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, there's something a little. Anyone, anytime anybody gets like hot and bothered on the internet, it's annoying. Yeah, no, he doesn't get hot and bothered, but I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. just unusual. Like, I wrote a thing on Instagram yeah. after the, they put the light in, right? And I was like cursing and da da da. And like yeah. 20 minutes later, I was like, why did I write that? And I just went back and edited it, <laughs> took out all the angry shit. Yeah, because that's just embarrassing, man. I mean, look. I get all hot and bothered online too, but I'm trying to make everyone laugh. That's the thing. That's my, I'm not just complaining. I'm like I'm trying to make it funny. I never write anything serious on the internet, ever. I add. I try to add um, self-aware humor into the shit I write. I I only troll. I don't. I because everybody fucking. If I try to write something serious, please, and they didn't know it's me who wrote it. I'm they done. Kill you. I'm done. They're all coming for me. Cause you're the man. Call me a you're faggot. whitey. Like, this <laughs> is like first word. You faggot. First two words. Like ah shit. Here it comes. Oh, you know I used the word retard earlier. So good word. I, I was telling my cousin something about like yeah, don't be fucking retarded. And he's like, you. Know, he's like, oh, but you should you shouldn't use words like retarded. I don't think a retarded like person would faggot. He said. I was understand like, understand it. I was like, hey. If you're gonna PC police me, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been a social justice person. I've been an activist before. You were fucking, you had pubes on your fucking dick, and like, so don't fucking tell me. Yeah, you know? yeah, I use all those words all the time. The only word I don't use is, you know, the one that no one's allowed to use. Because oh yeah, you can't even use it jokingly because if you slip in public with that shit. Well, I don't use the word faggot. But you can say faggot in public. I don't really use that word, no. If you do it the right way, like I do it all the time. But yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not like, you know, just fucking faggot, you know? No, no, no. Yeah, I never use that word. I've been having a hard time not using the word cunt and bitch. Because I love those words. They just sound so great. But and I've been trying to replace them with prick. And I don't really use them with women. No, I don't use them about women ever. That's the thing. I never use those words about women. It's usually dudes I'm talking about. But I just try and behave. Try to behave like Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. Well, yeah. What's his philosophy? He says all that shit. He's horrible. Oh. He's hilarious though. Like, yeah. There's this. There's an episode when it first starts. <laughs> he he gets he gets um signed to a minor league team in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. So the episode's like beginning and showing Myrtle Beach because it's apparently it's it's like. The French Riviera for hillbillies. Yeah, right. And he shows up. He's walking on the beach, and he's got a boogie board with a giant Confederate flag on it and yeah. a pot leaf in the middle. Uh-huh. And he like smashes it down into the sand so it's standing uh-huh. right next to a black couple. Yeah. <laughs> and they like look at it and make a face, and then he turns to him and he says, "Sweet bass tan. I'm hoping to get there myself this season." Wow. <laughs> and then he like takes the board and walks. That's up. the opening. Yeah. Of the That's first a episode. Really funny show. No, it's like the third or fourth season. Yeah. One cool. minute remaining. One minute. We see that. Was, see, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let us know if you think the three people who are going to listen to this, if you think we should do thirty minutes, an hour, two hours, forty-five minutes. Listen, if your friends don't actually listen to podcasts, though, they don't know shit. Yeah, plus you don't have to listen to it straight through. You know, no, no, but I'm stop. just saying, like, 
people that you want to hear from people that listen hey man, to podcasts. Don't insult the audience. <laughs> okay. We got five people. In two weeks, we'll have five people. And you're going to insult two of them? <laughs> don't do it, man. He's sorry. He's sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can cook you dinner. Give you free coffee. All right. So that's it. Now we'll have some theme music. Yeah. To so set us off. And we'll we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.